Welcome to the fourth episode of The Shane Adams Show. Today we are talking about Dr. Anthony Fauci. We're talking about... What are we talking about? Oh yeah, the lab leak theory. We're also talking about censorship over the COVID-19 pandemic. It's kind of been running rampant, so let's conversate about it. One quick thing about Fauci. Everyone still seems to... Well, I wouldn't say everyone. People still seem to trust him. If you do any sort of research into what the guy talks about or what he says and how he's proven wrong six months later, you shouldn't be trusting Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'll get into why. But if you guys are here today to support me or listen to what I have to say, it seriously means a lot to me. Might as well just roll that intro. Let's get going. It's going to be one hell of an episode. Thank you guys. Let's go. If you and I have the courage to tell our elected officials that we want our national policy based on what we know in our hearts is morally right. Thank you for tuning in. This is The Shane Adams Show. Pop off only on occasion, brother. So I think it's important to clarify what Dr. Anthony Fauci is. Apparently he is the director of the NIAID. I believe that's what it's called. He's been the director since 1984. Uh, kind of irony right there. But essentially what the NIAID does and what his role is, is to oversee, diagnose, and I believe like treat common, preventable, and infectious diseases such like aids so it, it's a p fairly important role like that's that's fairly important in today's society right he was kind of put in this position of power when the COVID 19 pandemic came around he was kind of like i guess the spokesperson uh along with the actual government to talk about what they know about covid and how we should combat it and how we should try to lessen the impact of it right one quick thing that's important, I know there's a lot of people that hold Donald Trump's feet to the fire when it comes to his response over coronavirus, and I'm saying th that is fair, but Fauci is no different. He did the exact same stuff. He was saying the exact same stuff when the coronavirus pandemic first started, and no one seems to hold him accountable. We'll get into it. I'm going to play this clip right now, and this was in March 8th, or this was March 8th, 2020, when he said this. Let's take a look. Asks. Can you discuss that? The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. One thing I want to point out is if people in China are wearing masks, don't you think it would be a decent suggestion for people in the United States to wear masks and emphasize it instead of saying stupid stuff like this. We'll get into why he said this because it's a complete lie on why he said this part right here. But you think it would be fairly important to say, let's wear masks if 80% of the country where the pandemic originated from is wearing masks. Let's continue. You're sure of it, because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying in? Uh, uh, uh. 
it's kind of like general knowledge that masks do help, but they aren't complete prevention, right? It's essentially spraying water through a chain link fence. It's going to stop a little bit of it, but it's not going to stop everything. So to destroy your argument right off the bat, but later push it, not very good policy, right? That's not very honest of you in a way, you know, like you just destroyed your own argument, which you pushed six months later. Let's continue. I find this next part very interesting. Inside there, of course, and- of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. The people who, when you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% of the people wearing masks, that's fine. It's fine. So he said, when you think of masks, you think of healthcare providers needed, needing them, right? If the reason that officials are advocating against masks is to ensure healthcare providers have them and have sufficient stock, then they should just say that without emphasizing on how much masks are useless in preventing infection. This is a pure contradiction, and this makes citizens trust the government even less. So, right here. Uh, this was in... Let's see if I can find a date. This was July 24th of 2020. Let's play this clip. I find this one really interesting. If it will yeah, I mean, well, for example, uh, the issue that you mentioned early on about masks. I mean, back then, the critical issue was to save the masks for the people who really needed them because it was uh, the issue that you... The issue was to save masks for the people that really need them. Not to announce to people, hey, masks are important. No, it's to save, it's to lie to people to save people who actually need them. It's to, it's to lie to the general populace for people who actually need them because we don't believe we have efficient stock. No, that's, you just admitted to lying, Mr. Fauci. Really needed them because it was felt that there was a shortage of masks. Also, we didn't really... He's essentially trying to give an excuse on why he lied because they thought they had a shortage of masks, but in reality, anyone can use a mat. Anyone can wear a mask. You just put your t-shirt over your nose and mouth, right? You can make a mask out of anything. We've kind of learned that. That's not a hard solution to concur, right? You use a t-shirt, you use whatever you can find as a mask. It's not very fair. Realize at all the extent of asymptomatic spread and that a person who could be without symptoms at all could be inadvertently and innocently spreading it to someone who was uninfected. When you don't, need, you don't even know you're infected because 20 to 40% of the people who are infected don't even know that they're infected. But what happened is that if people are asymptomatic to it, That's fairly important information to know, right? That's fairly important. Coronavirus was running rampant in China in March of 2020. If 20 to 40% of people are asymptomatic, don't you think you would figure that out? That's not a fair excuse. Moving along. As the weeks and months came by, two things became clear. One, that there wasn't a shortage of masks. We had plenty of masks and 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 covering that you could put on that's plain cloth covering. So that took care of that problem. Secondly, we fully realized that there were a lot of people who were asymptomatic who were spreading infection. 
So it became clear that we absolutely should we be wearing masks consistently. So that was. But in an earlier interview, six months earlier, you downplayed the usefulness of masks. I don't understand how people don't see this contradiction. There's still people who support Mr. Fauci. It was one of the things that I guess you could have said back then was a mistake. It was the a big other fucking thing mistake. Is things that get taken out of context. Like early on when there was either no or maybe one infection, when I said, you know, at this particular moment, we shouldn't be telling the American people to do anything differently. The people who say that, example, uh, oh, the issue in that March, you mentioned, uh, in March this of, could change. No, excuse me. 2020, on March 8th of 2020, there was a lot more than one or two infections of coronavirus in the United States. So this argument is not valid. Dramatically and quickly, and we need to be ready to respond if, in fact, things change. So I. Someone can fact check me on this. I don't remember him saying this. And I've been looking for any sort of bit of information. Please send it to me. Because I don't remember him saying, hey, we will reform in a short period of time if this takes off. He did not say that, that as, as much as I can find. He lies through his teeth. Anyway, one thing that's important. He also lied in front of Congress. So we'll get into this. I want to read this article because it's very, very spicy. But so essentially he got called into Cong uh, he got called into Congress, I believe in m July of 2021. And what he was called into Congress about was whether the NIH, which he is kind of the head of, funded gain-of-function research in that Wuhan Institute that is accused of letting out the coronavirus, right? And this article is very, very interesting. So he talks about Dr. Dr. Anthony Fauci was absolutely adamant that the National Institute of Health, the NIH, has never funded dangerous research on bat viruses in the Chinese lab suspected of being the source of the COVID-19 pandemic. When he was questioned by Republican Senator Rand Paul two weeks ago, Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has, ne has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan Institute of Virology. But, well, he was wrong. And he corrected himself a couple hours later. Until he wasn't certain a few hours later, that very afternoon, Fauci admitted to a very minor collaboration as a part of a subcontract of a grant we had a collaboration with some Chinese scientists. So that lie did not hold up there long, Mr. Fauci. Two hours tops. Okay. So, just running down this article... Um, you can look it up for yourself. It's on the New York Post. It's very, very interesting. I don't want to read it all because a lot of the stuff I'm going to play in the video that he has an interaction with. So Rand Paul, a medical doctor, did not allow Fauci to slide away as usual from a direct answer to a crucial question. Did American taxpayers fund dangerous research to juice up bat viruses in Wuhan Institute? He answered no, but the answer is yes. The NIH 
gave $3.7 million in funding to a New York-based nonprofit, Ego Health Alliance, run by British-born Dr. P Peter Daszak. I think I'm saying your last name right. Who then, with the approval of the NIH, gave nearly $600,000 of that money to help fund gain-of-function research on bat coronaviruses at the Wuhan Institute and co-authored scientific papers with the scientist who conducted the lab's research. Dazak has been one of the most vocal opponents of the lab leak theory, and has asserted that the virus probably emerged spontaneously in the wild. Clearly, he is conflicted on the question of the origin of the pandemic, yet he was chosen by the WHO as the only representative from America to take part in its investigation of the Wuhan lab overseen by Beijing in February. There's a picture. This might be my uh, profile picture for this lab, or for this episode, excuse me. It is the Wuhan Institute. Surrounding the, the Wuhan Institute are a whole bunch of guards with their hands behind their back looking like they're ready to fuck something up. So you can't tell me that a good moral fair, honest investigations are going on in there. It just does not look right. No surprise, Dazak and his WHO team comprehensively ruled out a leak from the Wuhan lab and suggested the virus might have been imported into China via frozen food such as Australian beef. Oh yeah, guys, don't worry. It was the Australians. It was the Aussies. I mean, they got a lot of problems going on right now. People are getting beaten in the streets because of coronavirus. Dazak was also instrumental in shaping the early media narrative on the origin of the pandemic. In February 2020, he drafted an influential letter from scientists published in The Lancet, dismissing the lab leak hypothesis as a conspiracy theory and insisting the virus emerged naturally. Emails released under the Freedom of Information laws revealed that he was the originator of the letter. So, they summarize what they're saying right here. Did the gain-of-function research partly funded by the NIH result in a lab leak in Wuhan that caused the COVID-19 pandemic? We don't know yet for sure, but increasingly this lab leak theory is regarded by scientists and intelligence agencies around the world as the most likely cause of the pandemic. Yet until recently, the theory was dismissed by the scientific establishment and most of the media as debunked and a conspiracy theory. Media lying? What? Who could have thought? Anyway, I want to play the clip, the, uh, the YouTube clip of this interaction between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci, because it's very, very interesting. So, here we go. Defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as... The Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. 
Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that Mr. Fauci just committed a crime? The NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and Sounds I do like not retract that statement. Probably should. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain. You hear that, guys? Qualified staff up and down the chain. You hear that? Don't worry. Don't worry. It's fact-checked. As not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its yeah. transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are. <laughs> so, so, Rand Paul was shaking his head and just smiling because he knows that this is incorrect. Anyway, let's move on. Talking about, quite frankly, and I want to say that officially, you do not know what you are talking about. Well, Google does, Mr. Fauci, and Google says that you are wrong. I looked this up. It, it, anything that I've read says Mr. Fauci is wrong. About. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the okay. world from a pandemic. And, and let's let's send Dr. Fauci. I have that, to well that's now. That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Yeah, we'll play. We'll How are you getting play. into something? If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can, from the lab, but all you, the evidence is pointing that it... One thing I want to point out, and to my knowledge, Dr. Fauci does not have Parkinson's. He is shaking like a leaf during this exchange. And you're either shaking when you're mad or you're nervous, it might be a little bit of both. And then you ask the question of why is he nervous? Well, he might be lying. <laughs> so, moving along, I want to pull up this article, and I just want to kind of read it to you guys. I think it's fairly important to clarify. So, in 2019, in November of 2019, three researchers from the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China became sick with flu-like illness and sought hospital care in November. The report, which was previously undisclosed, would likely add to growing concerns whether SARS-CoV-2 COVID escaped from the lab. Several researchers at the lab became sick at the end of 2019 with symptoms consistent with both COVID-19 and common seasonal illness. Public health officials have expressed concerns about the number of researchers who were sick, the timing of their illnesses, and the fact that they had to seek medical care for their symptoms. At the same time, officials who were familiar with the U.S. intelligence report expressed various views about the strength of the report's research to the Wall Street Journal. Oh yes, the Wall Street Journal. 
Some said the supporting evidence was weak, some said it was strong, while others said it was potentially significant and needed more investigation. Importantly, the report did not explain why the researchers got sick and what their diagnosis was. The newspaper reported, COVID-19 and other seasonal illnesses share similar symptoms. Okay, other seasonal illnesses, I'm, I think they're referring to a flu or the cold, right? Three people being hospitalized for a flu or a cold that work in the same building is kind of a lot. And that sounds more COVID to me. I'm no I'm I am not a health or I'm not a health expert. I'm not a doctor, but that seems very COVID like to me. Uh where were we? Um Though it could be concerning if several members of the same team sought hospital care before the pandemic was identified. In January, the Trump administration released a fact sheet from the State Department that several Wuhan researchers were sick, but didn't say that they were hospitalized. China reported the first COVID-19 case in Wuhan on December 9th, 2019. Excuse me, December 8th. I don't know why I said December 9th, but it was probably because 2019 is there. Dyslexia is kicking in. Okay, cut me some slack. I think it's fairly important to talk about the censorship that's been going on around this because this is very, very bad. So I remember specifically CNN talking about if you think COVID-19 was out of a lab, then you believe in comic books. And one thing that's important, Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast on the planet right and he was called a conspiracy theorist for considering the idea of the lab leak theory being just and now it's looking more likely what's important is looking at very very influential and big media sources right vox is one of them cnn is one of them right and vox put out an article in um march of 2020 fact-checking what everyone was talking about with the possible lab leak. So, I'll read sections of this because it's useless, right? It just proves their incompetence and the fact that they were lying. Before we get to debunking, let's note who is spreading rumors about the origins of the virus. First, several prominent U.S. conservative pundits and politicians known to regularly spew nonsense and bash China have been politicizing the bioweapon rumor for weeks. It is probably a Chi-Com laboratory experiment that is in the process of being weaponized. Right-wing radio host and Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient Rush Limbaugh, RIP Rush, didn't agree with you on practically anything, but you were very influential. So, essentially, you're talking about... This article puts Republicans into a bad light for questioning what the establishment is telling them. Oh, they're regularly known to spew nonsense. That's not putting Republicans in a very good light. When in fact, you lied. As well as PolitiFact, and I think that's very important. If you use PolitiFact, stop. It's a website that fact-checks, quote-unquote, anything that is happening. So, they were wrong. They called this a pants-on-fire claim 
and said there's no let's see if i can find yep here we go this claim is inaccurate and ridiculous we rate it pants on fire and that was the claim that covid is man-made remember they said covid this is vox and politifact covid wouldn't become a pandemic they were wrong masks don't work they were wrong travel restrictions don't work they were wrong lab leak theory is crazy and it's a conspiracy theory they were wrong same as fauci fauci was against trump's ban from china flight ban from china in early january but is now for banning the unvaccinated flying now if you he wants people who are not vaccinated to not be able to fly that is maddening to me if I put out this much inf misinformation, I would have all of my stuff removed. They tell this to you, they lie to you, and tell you it's misinformation as if it's a fact. This is ridiculous. This is getting out of hand. There's people who are being removed off of Facebook and YouTube for spreading this theory of, lab, of the lab leaking coronavirus. And no one wants to hold their feet to the fire because they are the establishment. And that's what's wrong with America, because we can't even come together and think about what the origin that has put us into this terrible pandemic that 4 million people have died from and crashed our economy and had unemployment explode. We can't even talk about the origin of that without being removed off of YouTube and Facebook. This is what's wrong with society right here. This is why no censorship should be a thing. Because once you start censoring one, you censor everybody. There are a good amount of people who were not doing anything wrong. The Free Thought Project, Jim Dorsey, who were just spreading anti-corruption content. And they got pulled off of Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. People who ridicule the establishment have to be so unbelievably, purposefully naive to new information. Because if we consider talking about things that aren't set in stone and just speculation and rumors, we get pulled. But meanwhile, Vox, fucking Vox, one of the biggest media corporations in the world, gets to spew whatever they want and there's no repercussion when they're wrong. That's what's wrong. So, I'm probably going to wrap this up. I thought I'd just talk a little bit today. There's probably going to be another episode later this week. I'm going to try to do it. Um, I also just downloaded Madden, so I got that going on, and if you haven't played Battlefield 2042, I will tell you right now, the beta was well worth it. Get it, download it, pre-order it. If this is me being a marketer for Battlefield, you're welcome. It was well worth it. That game is amazing. Don't get Call of Duty, get Battlefield, trust me. Anyway, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.